Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. Today's big idea is getting more valuable referrals by building meaningful relationships. That's what I discuss with my guest, Matt Ward. Matt is a bacon-loving, cruise-taking, and ATV-riding author and professional speaker who teaches service-based small business owners how to connect with others authentically through networking and shows them how easy getting more word-of-mouth referrals can be if you just have the right mindset. Matt lives by his definition of freedom and is passionate about sharing knowledge and encouraging others to share theirs because he believes that you shouldn't hoard your own information, you should give it out and help somebody. We discuss how to create close, mutually beneficial relationships with potential referral sources in your network, what not to do while networking and developing relationships, why it's better to ask for introductions to referral sources than potential clients, and more golden nuggets of advice. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here, Matt. I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for having me, Mark. And I'd love to jump right in. We were talking about the 10-mile, 20-mile high fuel referrals, but you said something that really stood out to me. The more we care, the more referrals we get. How did you figure that out? What's the story behind that? Because that's a unique way to look at referrals. Yeah, so that's that's a great uh, question. It's really sort of the origin story of this concept. And and what really happened was, you know, I, I had a digital marketing agency for 16 years and, and I sold that company to one of my employees, uh, somebody who I met in a networking event. And, uh, and when I was describing my business to uh, another speaker friend in a mastermind group, uh, I made the comment that not, um, you know, every client that had come in the last four years had come by word of mouth referral. And she said, well, how did you do that? I said, well, I, you know, built relationships with IT companies that would send us referrals, mm -hmm. like their, their clients. And, uh, and she said, okay, but how did you get them to send referrals? And I said, well, I just checked in on them all the time. I just, I, I stayed up to date. I, I, I cared about their success and I cared about what they were doing. And so I built great relationships with these people. And she says, well, that's, that's what you need to talk about. Nice. And I said, Sonia, what do you, what do you mean? Are you telling me that we don't care about other people? And she said, no, I'm telling you that we do. We just forget. So I was like, ah, that's what it is. And when I go back and sort of unpack all of that, what I see that people are successful with is that when they actually take action and interact with other people and build relationships, those, those interactions produce results. They produce friendships, relationships, and those friendships and relationships produce referrals, i.e., if you care about other people, they'll care about you. It's the reciprocity effect. But what, I, what was clear to me is that those people that failed to do that often struggled to get referrals. They didn't necessarily struggle in their business or struggle with sales. They just struggled to get referrals. And that's because they weren't as tight with the people who could give them referrals. And so for those people listening to this right now, or hearing this message in some form or fashion, think about who's sending you referrals and think about how close that relationship is. I'm willing to bet you it's pretty close. And then think about people you wish you could get referrals from and think about that relationship. Do you know much about them? Do you give them referrals? Do you talk to them much? I'm willing to bet it's probably not as good as that other relationship you have that sends mm -hmm. you a lot of referrals. And that's, I think, the core component with it. Well, being the core component, how do you create that closeness? 
because one thing that comes up a lot in conversations uh, with me lately is I want to stay in touch and I get it, but I don't want to be salesy. And at the other side of the coin, and I don't want to be madly popular and not be productive. How do you build a close relationship? How do you get it started? So I'm probably one of the least productive people in the world. I'm guessing. I I don't know. <laughs> I I don't focus on productivity. I'm probably the worst employee you could ever hire, just because I build friendships. I build relationships, and those take time. You can't measure those in the way that most senior staff want to measure salespeople, right? Mm-hmm. So it becomes a challenge. So how do you do it without being salesy? Number one, check in email. It's like, I think it's a five word email. Hey, how are you? Just checking in. That's six, right? Yeah, Just there you go. Three. Hey, how are That's it. Now, it's not complicated, Mark, but everybody wants to make it complicated. When I tell people you should send a handwritten card saying hello, they always say to me, well, what do I put in the card? I'm like, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of you. I thought I'd check in. I hope you're doing well. That's awesome. This, that's so simple. This, this, Mark, this is not new stuff. This is not rocket surgery. It's not even rocket science. This stuff is not new. But so taking why do you think people action do is new. Because we get too busy chasing the next sale in our small business. We think that's how we're going to build a successful strong business and you're saying it's the relationships 100 percent is the relationships go back and look at what the people in the referral world and in the dale carnegie's of the world the bob bergs of the world have always said that people do business with who they know like and trust and i don't believe that's true many people in society (laughs) believe that's true but i believe that people do business with who they know like trust and care about it's the caring component. See, I can trust you. I do trust you, Mark. To whatever degree we have a relationship, I trust you. I trust that we're recording this podcast, that it's going to go out to the ethos and the internet, and people are going to listen to it. I trust you, right? Mm-hmm. I like you. But to what degree? The relationship isn't even strong enough yet to know, like, okay, would we go have a drink together? Would we hang out for more than an hour? Would we watch a sports game? Or would we go... Uh, I, I have a Jeep. Will we go jeeping? Will we go? I have an ATV. Will we go ATVing? Will we go boat? I don't, I don't know if we're going to do any of those things because the likability level probably isn't quite there yet. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I know you because you were connected to me and we've had conversations. But the deeper those three things go, the more likely you're going to get referrals. And that's where the concept stopped before. But really, where the core component is, is when other people care about you. See, Keith Ferrazzi wrote a fantastic book called Never Eat Alone. Oh, yeah. And in that book, what I took away from it was that you should give without the expectation of getting anything in return. And that's very hard for a lot of people to do because we always think, when's my turn? But when is my referral coming? When is my Mm -hmm. lead coming? Because I have to be productive, because I have to make sales, because I have a mortgage to pay, I have a family to feed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if we just care about other people in a way that we just show up and we just give and give and give and give and give, then you're going to be known as that person. People are going to want to be around you. And then they're going to refer you. It's what happened. 
For example, I uh, run a business event. Last year, I, uh, I ran it in 2022. I'm running it again in 2023. It happens to be a business event where maybe a golf tournament will break out. And maybe mm -hmm. a networking event will break. It's just a, a bunch of people come together who are all business-oriented people. Throughout the year, I do so much for other people that when I hang the shingle out on social media and say that the golf tournament's happening, people sign up. They want to be a part of it. They want to be around other people who are like them. Can I do that if they didn't know me, if they didn't like me, or if they didn't trust that I was going to do it? I mean, sponsors don't sign up for things like that if they don't trust that you're even going to deliver, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to have all of that. And then these people start bringing in other people, and then the more and more people start coming to this event because they're referring the event, right? Mm -hmm. And so it happens like that in all cycles of the businesses that we work in and deal with, whether it's the speaking community, the coaching community, the consulting community web design community, it doesn't matter what industry we're talking about. The more that relationship exists at a deeper level, the more we're going to talk about things that are not business, the more it becomes personal. And the more it becomes personal, the more people want to see you succeed. Mm, that, that happens. That's when they're caring about you. And it's by putting them first. Yeah, because if you're caring about their success, going to care about yours. But if you show one thing, one iota that you're interested in them caring and helping you succeed, they're going to see through that. Because we've all been in a networking event. We've all been on a, a Zoom call with someone who's like, hey, how can I help you? And they're kind of listening, but not really. And then all of a sudden, you might ask the question, how can I? Well, you can connect me to this person. This person. By the way, do you have life insurance? Because I sell life insurance too. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, no, you didn't just do this. You didn't, this is just gross, right? It's the same reason, Mark, that we don't really want to refer you our, our contacts. So if you said to me, I sell life insurance. And then you said to me, do you know anyone that needs life insurance? I would immediately say no. That's why I don't want you calling my phone at night. That's why I don't like your unsolicited email in my inbox. But I love to buy. As a consumer, I love to buy. It's why I love Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we love to buy when the timing's right, but we're not going to sell out our contacts so that a salesperson can call them on the phone and attempt to sell them something, right? But instead, Mark, if you said to me, Matt, I sell life insurance, and I sell life insurance to contractors, that's who I specialize in because I understand their industry. So. Well, you might know contractors, and that would be great. That's not really who I'm looking to get connected with today, Matt. Uh, as a life insurance person, I work a lot with realtors. I also work a lot with, uh, you know, landscapers. Why? Because they know a lot of, I work with business coaches who also specialize in contracting. Why? Because we can help them run their business better. And so I'm looking to get introduced to realtors and business coaches who specialize in contractors. Now you're getting, you're asking for an introduction, not a referral. Mm. And I'm going to give you that introduction because I'm not, I know you're not going to sell the business coach who specializes in contracting. I know you're not going to sell the realtor because you work with them to help the contractors, right? Because by the way, realtors need to know contractors because all their clients want to make renovations to the house. Of course. Time. 
right? And also uh, contractors go in, prep a house for sale and the realtors need to know so they can get the listing. So it's a win-win in that environment. So when you ask for introductions, you get them. When you ask for referrals, you get cold, dead silence. I love that delineation if I'm using the right word. Yeah. An introduction versus a referral. And if so I hear referral you right, somebody ready who and ready, willing, and able to buy, Mark. Mm-hmm. How do I know that if you're a life insurance agent, you ask me for a contract, how do I know that they're ready, willing, and able to buy? I don't. So I'm not delivering them on a silver platter. In fact, at that point, it's just a lead, right? And the oh, insurance person has got to chase that. You know how miserable that is to just keep calling someone who doesn't want to be called and they just force you to voicemail all the time? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> gross <laughs> gross that's a good word for it <laughs> so it's asking them to get to it's getting to asking for introductions to the people that know the people you want to know yeah because you can both yeah. help each other look if we're gonna absolutely and if we're gonna spend any marketing dollars let's go after our partners who can refer us our centers of influence people are in a position to refer on a regular basis because otherwise i'm not in a position to refer like if if you're the realtor and you want more listings, why are you asking me, the professional speaker and business coach on referrals, if I've got people who are going to list their house? Because I'm generally not in a conversation with other people who are going to list their house right now. Like, that's not who I'm in a conversation But a handyman is, because he's got the honeydew list. He walks into a punch list of things that need to be corrected. And the only question that handyman needs to ask for is, why are you doing all this stuff? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm getting ready to list the house. Do you have an agent? No, I'm looking for one. I got a great one. Sally Jones. Boom, referral. But instead, we chase the listings. We chase the, the consumers who are trying to list their house instead of going to the person, the source, who can send multiple sets of referrals per year to us. That's where we should spend our money. That makes so much more sense. Yeah, but we don't do things that make sense, Mark. <laughs> I've noticed that with so many situations. It's just like, is this, this isn't working. I think I'll try doing it a little bit more. Maybe if I try harder, it'll work, work better. It's like, no. Pretty sure that was Einstein who said <laughs> the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results. Yep. I think it was him. That is a good definition of insanity. Yeah. So once you get to these centers of influences and you, you know, like, and trust is building and building and building. How do you maintain those relationships? Is it just those emails I'm checking in? Or yeah. what do you do to build a to get even more trustworthy? Sure. So the first book I wrote in 2018 is called More, Word of Mouth Referrals, Lifelong Customers, and Raving Fans. And it's this idea of 45 different things you can do to build relationships with other people. And it's, it's as basic as checking in. The core component behind that, though, is what systems do you have in your business that remind you to do that? And a CRM is where you got to go for that. It, you want you want a CRM that's going to track your email logging history. It's going to show you the last time you talked to the person. It might have reminders and follow-ups in there. Those are the things you really need to make sure that you have a system in place. Because otherwise, you're just using your phone and you're sending text messages, which isn't a bad idea, but you can't manage three, 400 contacts in a phone with no notes and no email history and stuff like that. So you, you want a CRM that's going to help you do that. And you want to kind of live in that CRM and be able to put notes in there. But the bottom line is just check in, show up in some form or fashion. You can show up via text, 
via the thing called the telephone that you carry in your pocket. It's not just for games. No, it's not just for games. It's not just for Wordle. It's not just (laughs) for Tiki Talk, right? It's for, it's for all kinds. It's for communication. And so I always recommend to my clients who I'm consulting with that they're using time driving in the car to call a couple people, at least one person a day. It's, it's, it's no added time to do that. So if they're driving to an appointment that's 40 minutes away, they can make two 15-minute phone calls in that time frame. Mm-hmm. And people get consumed with what's to be said in these calls, but there's really not. Hey, Mark, how are you? It's Matt. Just checking in. How, how's the business? And I have never gotten annoyed from a call like that. It, you're most likely going to be surprised by the call. You know why? Because no one else does it. Here's another I hack for you. Facebook. You got to become Facebook friends with everybody you meet. LinkedIn, you connect on LinkedIn, but Facebook works great for this too. Both tools allow you to send messages, private messages. Utilize the private message system. And on the birthday, don't just send a post on the wall that, hey, happy birthday. No, go into the messages and instead of taking a photo, press and hold the button and it will turn into a video, give you 30 seconds to sing happy birthday to that person. And I guarantee you, you're the only person who sings happy birthday via Facebook Messenger to that person that day. Yeah, because everyone else is just going for the wall. So isn't the goal in marketing to stand out, to be TOMA, top of mind awareness? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why people buy billboards. That's why they run radio ads. That's why they do direct mail. Because you want to be top of mind when someone's deciding to choose you. So if you show up in someone's life on a consistent and regular basis, once a month, maybe once every three months, depends on the relationship. But at a minimum, once every six months. Aren't you Tom? Toma? Top of mind aware? Mm-hmm. And if you're standing out, so there's a couple ways you can stand out. The video for birthdays, one. Phone call, another. Pretty cool, huh? That's Phone what I call. do with people I know. I call them on their birthday. And sometimes yeah. I hear the shock in their voice. It's, I can feel it. It's a, it's a good thing, but I can feel the what the hell just happened. Yeah. Uh, you called me? Absolutely. Here's another one. Handwritten card. Yeah. Go from the inbox to the mailbox. Go from the inbox to the mailbox. Because the first thing you look at when you get your mail is that odd-shaped envelope. It's not the same size as every other bill. Mm -hmm. It's not the same size as spam or the postcard. It's a handwritten note addressed to them. And, oh, I know, you know, uh, the address thing. I don't know what's going on. The, the pandemic, people don't work in the office anymore. That's a bunch of phony baloney, Mark. Ask this one question. What's your current mailing address? Mm-hmm. We've had two plus years to figure out how to get our mail. Companies now forward their mail to people who work from home. It works out. It'll take a little bit of time, but it'll get there. My address changed. Recently, somebody sent a piece of mail to Massachusetts. I live in Florida. Guess what? It arrived. (laughs) It's amazing how how the Pony Express system works, but it got here. It's not the end of the the world. It's fantastic, right? And so you just have to trust the process and the system and just do this all the time. I tell people, especially those that are like employed for companies, right? They're salespeople, maybe selling financial services or something. I tell them, look, and the first two years you work for this company, you need to do everything they tell you from what, nine to five. 
Monday through Friday for two years. And outside of nine to five, meaning evenings and weekends, you do what I tell you to do for two years. After two years, you'll never have to do what your boss tells you to do ever again. Because you'll build the relationships and the referral partnerships and you'll done all the work, the connecting on the Facebook, the connecting on LinkedIn, the handwritten cards. You will be standing out to everybody and they will trust you. You will get so many referrals, you won't even need to prospect anymore. Mm. Now all you have to do is manage those relationships, which is fine. Because, and oh, by the way, it gets actually harder at that point because people start introducing you to more people. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You just, that's why the CRM matters. The CRM, by the way, stands for customer relationship management software and it's typically just a database of some kind so you can google crm and you can find all kinds of options there are many options out there i tend to recommend hubspot because there's a free version it has all the tools you need for free you don't have to pay for it it'll log the emails it'll do the reminders it'll do the follow-ups and that's what you need um but there's many other uh, uh, many of them out there um and and it just keeps your contacts uh, clean and organized and allows you to grow your business. And, and that's what you need. And, uh, and then you just repeat and rinse and then just have a good time. Start inviting people to lunch, to coffee, you know, inviting people to networking groups that you go to be their wing oh, yeah. person, their wing man or wing woman, go to, go to that next event, invite people to these things. Um, and, uh, you'll have a great time doing it. Well, we've covered a lot of ground in a little bit of time. And oh, before we go, a shameless plug for nimble.com for a CRM. Okay. Phenomenal, phenomenal. And if you have seen it before, see it now because they've updated it a lot. So there's the end of my shameless plug. And for last, Matt, if people are saying, I want to get started, you give me a lot to do. If I do one thing, what should it be? Whether it's reiterating something you said or something you haven't touched on yet. Mail a handwritten card to one person five days a week. Pick a person, mail a card out on Monday. Mail a card out on Tuesday to another person. On Wednesday to another person. Just every business day, mail one handwritten card out. You're going to start getting referrals. Awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show. You're By very the way, welcome. don't forget to live happy, smile a lot, and high five everyone and around you. If someone's listening, where do they go to find you online? Yeah, absolutely. I'm at Matt Ward Speaks on all the social channels. So you can okay. find me on the Tiki Talk and everywhere else. Sounds good. Thank you again, sir. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the Idea Climbing Podcast and rate us on iTunes. Visit ideaclimbing.com to learn more about idea climbing and hear more episodes about mentoring, marketing, and big ideas.